Rajni, what's wrong? Tom, I have a script and I don't know what to do with it. Should I burn it? Feed it to my cat? You need some writer's group therapy. Hello and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? Because the doctors are in. So we were having an interesting discussion, I think because we just finished Reclamation after two years and we're beginning to put it in festivals. But shorts that become features, do you need to have a proof of concept or a short film if you want to make a feature film out of it? And what do you put in it? Well, you don't have to. If you have a really good script and you can get it in front of the right people, people will like the script and want to make the movie. But for you and I, especially, getting in front of people is is one of the biggest, hardest you know pro- things you have to do is trying to get in front of people. So doing a short film and getting into film festivals or getting you know exposure on online, going viral, can get that story and that concept in front of more people, and and then somebody you know sees the uh, genius of it, I guess, and. And, and reaches out to you and wants to make it into something bigger. I think, too, you kind of need to because especially now with things like YouTube and, uh, you know, all the streaming services and there's so much content out there, people kind of need to visualize something. And if people don't really have time to read a 20-page 120 page script. So they kind of want something quick that they can see and go, oh, yeah, I get I get that concept within five minutes of watching it. Right. I mean, well, South Park uh, started as a animated Christmas, you know, card that was sent out as a joke. You know, just something that simple can lead to something that big. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were we were talking about it. In fact, I know you did a ton of research and you looked at all those those shorts that and uh, en- ended up becoming stuff. It was funny because we were talking about, particularly that I know of, Zoolander, Napoleon Dynamite, and Whiplash. And two of those, I haven't seen the Whiplash one, but two of those weren't even, um, they didn't even have a plot. Zoolander and Napoleon Dynamite didn't even have a plot. They were just random slice of life films. Well, characters, you know, if, if you can show someone a really interesting character, then they'll make a movie of it. You know, it's, it's kind of like uh, Deadpool, the, the new Deadpool movie's coming out soon. Um, he did some really funny little shorts. Um, I mean, they'd already think, decided to make the movie, but the char- nobody knew who he was. I mean, Deadpool was kind of unknown to you know, the mass market and comic book people knew him. But they did these funny little videos and the character was just screwing around. And, and he was just so interesting and compelling that the movie was a huge hit. So and that, that's kind of a case of marketing using short videos, but it's the same idea. If you have a character that people can... Re- you know, laugh about or get interested in, then that can help just sell the movie itself. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally unrelated to shorts, although kind of. Have you seen the new uh, Deadpool? It's called Ashes. It's by Celine Dion. It's the new song featured in the movie. Have you seen the video for it? I just read about it. I haven't heard it yet, but I, I read about it. Yeah. Oh, watch the video. It is hilarious. And it's so on point for the character as well, especially once you get to the ending and you're just, I was cracking up. I was on the floor. It was great. Sci-fi is very often, they often use a proof of concept short video to get stuff done. Uh, Stephen Robbie Amell, the, the, the actor brothers who, who've been on the, um, D, uh, with the CW's uh, Legends of Tomorrow and uh, Air, the Arrow film for the Green Arrow or the TV show Arrow. 
um, they put out a short uh, sci-fi video that they then crowdfunded a couple million dollars to make a sci-fi movie with. So even even established people who have you know uh, been on big shows, they still go out and make short videos to to sell their ideas. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I think you sort of have to now just because there's so much noise out there. And because people don't want to take the time to read something, it's a lot easier to just send them a link and they can watch it while they're eating dinner or something. And it's probably also a good way to just get excitement from other people, not just, you know, people funding it, but other actors who are like, oh, I can see myself playing that character or, you know, because it is a collaborative thing. Mm -hmm. We were talking about, particularly with the Zoolander one that was early on in Ben Stiller's uh, producing and directing career. Mm-hmm. So he was still kind of uh, an up and comer, supporting roles, things like that. And then, kind of maybe the timing of it as well. You said he did uh, something about Mary, and that put him in the mm-hmm. in the leading man ca- uh, category. But Zoolander also helped having that little short where he's like, "Look, I can play a really funny leading man." Yeah, um, and I'm trying to think of uh, other actors that have done that. Um, you mentioned um, Whiplash. That was interesting because they they did a comparison of that side by side from the short and then what was actually filmed for the movie. This one scene that, that the short film takes place in the in the band room with the the drummer and everything, and uh, it's it's a really emotional scene. And that actor, you know, then you know got replaced for the movie. So I kind of felt bad for him because the actor who played the character in the short didn't get the role in the feature film. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Oh, you mean they replaced uh, the guy that Miles Teller? I'm, I think so. I don't think it was the same character. It wasn't the same oh, actor. Okay. No, huh. ha- like I said, I haven't seen that particular short. Yeah. No, it was a different, different uh, young actor. But the the scene is actually remarkably the same. Uh, that was. I was going to say, isn't that one pretty much right from the script? It is. It is almost like watching, you know, um, watching it just being done twice exactly the same. They've done. They show them side by side actually on a YouTube somewhere. Huh. Which is an interesting point then also, for example, when we shot Reclamation, that is a story that has a beginning, middle, and end. But a lot of these kind of proof of concept shorts, and again, it kind of depends on what you're trying to do with the film, they don't necessarily have plots. They might have really compelling characters, or it's a really intense scene, like the whiplash scene, but there's no plot. Yeah. And so you're like, what What am I watching in terms of story? So it, it kind of depends if you're going to do a short what do you what do you film? How do you get in front of the right people? Because you can't really submit a short that has no plot to a film festival. Maybe you can you can submit anything to a film festival. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but, but yeah, but you know they range. Like you said, they range from this horrible black and white looks like security cam video for Napoleon Dynamite up to you know Neil Bokamp's uh, short um, that they based uh, the movie District Nine on. You know. The, where he had incredible visual effects and costuming and, you know, aliens. And there, there's a, quite a range of what people are willing to do to make these short films. Uh, one of my favorites was um, The Punisher. Uh, after the first Punisher movie came out with uh, Thomas Jane as the Punisher character, Frank Castle, um, you know, it was, did pretty well. Uh, but it took a long time to make a sequel, and then they recast the character, and it didn't it didn't come, turn out as well. And so Thomas Jane and this group made a short film where Frank Castle goes to do his laundry at a laundromat and then this gunfight breaks out and it gets all action movie kind of stuff. And it's like a 10 minute short. Um, It was pretty exciting and it was kind of a fan fiction kind of thing. Like, but with the actor who played the character in the previous film, you know, pretty big actor. And, uh, and I guess they were hoping to get people excited to make 
another movie using him, you know, kind of, and the style was really great. It was really well done. I mean, it was very cinematic, but it was just done for, you know, as a promotional kind of like, hey, look at this cool thing we could do. Didn't, didn't get the result they wanted, though, but it got a lot of views. Which then kind of begs the question, if you are filming a short that's part of a bigger project and you want to get it in festivals or get in front of the right people to fund it, what would make it pop? What would make it memorable? Because if you're going to shoot it black and white grainy security cam footage versus stylized no, you know, no expenses spared. That's quite the range. Yeah, I honestly, I think it it all depends on what your content is and and who your audience is. Now, I want to I want to warn people because this Thomas Jane thing with uh, for the Punisher, that's a licensed you know character fan fan stuff is isn't isn't going to work for you because you can't take it to film festivals because it's it's copyrighted. You have to own the rights to anything you do at a film festival. But then as far as what you do, um, you know, it all depends on, you know, what you're able to, uh, you know, creatively come up with that can tell a, short, a, you know, a story in a short amount of time, but really show off your talents as a filmmaker and a writer and, you know, really impress people. I don't know. You know, content can be anything. It's really you know, whatever you can come up with and, and you can afford, I guess. <laughs> I think strong characters, you know, it goes back to that compelling characters versus something you don't need a huge budget. You don't need special effects and crazy things. As long as it's people that we care about, stories that we can kind of relate to, even if they are a little off the beaten path, as long as they're they're fun and they're compelling, I think I think that's what would get people's eyes on it. You know, pretty much just kind of like describing what a viral video is. It's something, you know, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be super well made, but it has to be engaging. And if if something's going to generate that kind of response on just like a viral video, you know, with like millions of views, then people are going to pay attention and they're going to see the potential in your concept and hopefully contact you and want to make it into a movie. Yep. So how about for you guys? What are some of your favorite short films? Tweet it at us at WG Therapy. You can also find us online at writersgrouptherapy.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and share it with your friends. We'll see you next week.